1: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
2: Yeah, so it would be interesting to see how many borgas there are. I saw... Um I saw a load on the train earlier again it's another big feature of uh, European football yeah. that um, you've got to get to the stadium like six hours yeah, before yeah, the game yeah, starts yeah. Yeah. the um, oh bike.
0: Uh, that's canal side hazard I've, <laughs> I, we always walk this way and I'm not convinced that we haven't a, a glaringly missing a much quicker route to, <laughs> to get you back. We but, like to walk by the water, but,
2: but surely that, like the pre-match adrenaline, is lifted by the fact that if you slip a foot to
0: the right, you could actually <laughs> end up in the water. <laughs> right, but I mean, and it's not very well lit. I think it's fair to say this path, Bryce. So, particularly if it's been a big night, coming back the other way back to the station, yeah, after. You know, one or two.
2: So that's why you bring your children, so you don't have like seven beers and like fall in the water. (laughs) Just regulate. Um, Very sensible. It's very sensible. So we're sitting in um, one of the funky places next to Hackney Wick. Um, This is a fish and chips place, but there is all sorts around here. If you're familiar with uh, that part of achingly fashionable East London, as a hammer of a very long time, how different is the experience of? the Olympic Stadium and everything that's around it to Upton Park when you were a kid.
0: So different and an experience I guess, I think think about it a lot.
2: I went to the game with Nat Coombs, not just a uh, West Ham fanatic and season ticket holder but my good friend and who I used to present
0: the European football show with on TalkSport2 for a couple of very happy years. It was a tough transition and we'll never be like Upton Park but increasingly it's feeling like home and increasingly maybe as a result of that we're aware of more and more uh, things that appeal about the whole experience and i think it's easy to look back at much of your childhood with with rose-tinted glasses There's it's a lot clearly that was special about upton park The, the the route to the game is completely different getting the, the kind of food you would get as you say achingly hip around here there's nothing wrong with that because it's pretty decent food but it's just a very different yeah. experience and but the experience itself go, going on game day so I as you know I've got, I got kids and it is certainly when they were younger it is a lot calmer it's a lot uh, I was less worried about, <clears throat> about bringing them here even though it was a little bit cold atmospherically in the early days compared to I think at that age taking them tops and apart but I, I regret it 's a shame I never got to take them tops apart
2: what has changed in terms of that if, if you talk about how that atmosphere is sort of thawed a little bit is, is it just the success of the team is it a bit more familiarity is it a mix of the two a bit of
0: both I think the success of the team is definitely a big part of that but I also think the um, I also think the uh, acclimatisation gradually steadily and you see different pockets different patches for example there's a group of fans behind one of the goals that are definitely team Fabianski often you'll see a Polish <laughs> flag uh, uh, always give them a great reception and that, that's the Fabs crew there are, there are pockets that you realise much like you know, I was a season ticket holder at Upton Park and what I think is missing from at least where we sit, season tickets here as well is everyone around you we 're in the Bobby Moore upper upton Park you knew everyone around you it's always the same faces year after year that that 's different there 's still definitely a transience, but I think that gradually people have found their space ha, do sit in the same seats we 've had the same seats now year after year, and that does build I think a, a stronger connection
2: well, obviously with uh, the show that we used to do together there 's always going to be a, a European football angle to the discussion. But we're here for the game against Silkeborg tonight. In terms of settling into the stadium, it's always about not just like getting used to your seat and getting used to the people around you when you move stadium. It's about great matches and great moments and great memories. It was sold, wasn't it, the idea of, of, of coming here to the Olympic Stadium, as in, you know, it'll be perfect for European football as well as affordable football and all, all that sort of stuff. That was the Sullivan and Gold chat, wasn't it? How much is actually being in Europe for last season
0: and this helped it feel like home? So Rob Pritchard, who's a key member of the West Ham crew, uh, edits the programme, does a whole lot more than that in terms of communication there, made a really, really good point, which was before the Anderlecht game, and he said, Anderlecht's a team that I, as a kid, just read about and know nothing about. And We're about the same age, me and you brass, and pre-internet, I mean, I remember being... We've talked about this before on the show, but I remember as a kid being part of a, 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 ma, a old-school male, snail male uh, football fantasy league, right? And the team I got dealt with was... Iceland fantasy league. Do you remember, remember that? Yes, yes. I yes. got Valor from Iceland. <laughs> Who, uh, I was expecting Silkeborg for a minute. I mean, pretty close. Interchangeable. Silkeborg would have been amazing at uncanny. Valor and, you know, used to make... Uh, I don't know if any, any listeners out there were part of this as well, but you used to make transfers by phoning people up and asking if they'd sell you a player. And then, I mean, it was incredible stuff. And I never, I think, because all the, it's a similar principle now to FIFA, right? Every player had a rating. And Valor was... Quite probably one of the worst squads in the entire game. So I think I put all my, spent all my transfer budget on Ferrer from Barcelona. So he was this kind of lone decent player in a bunch of bunch of Icelandics. But in this, you know, we I would play. I mean, uh, I can't remember how the competition was structured, but there would be all these teams. You read about them in shoot and match and, and ninety. all these teams that just didn't have the same connection with it. The different kind of connection because of that generation. And
1: yeah.
0: then you know things started to change. Obviously with. Um, you know, with sitting out on Channel Four, and uh, and it's, it became easier to to find um, you know, to find more out uh, more and more about European football. But absolutely, and Rob said that as a kid, you'd see teams like Anderlecht and they'd have this mystique, and you wouldn't really know anything yeah. about them. And, and we never got a chance to ever be involved with that. I mean, my kids are, are so used to European getting, so used to European football now that they think this is what it's always been like. Or, and I wouldn't blame them for that. But uh, but it's not; it's so novel and new. Uh, and exciting as a result.
1: I uh, wanted it no, no, no.
2: How was last season? Obviously, West Ham didn't get all the way as they wanted to. But there were some incredible moments along the way. And it has felt as if this has added something to to, to this season's conference league. Because I think a lot of clubs in the Premier League, especially in the top half of the Premier League, as West Ham are now, really kind of turn their nose up at the conference league. Until you see... Tammy Abraham and Jose Mourinho get their mitts on the trophy and it's quite a sleek thing isn't it I mean it feels like West Ham are having a a proper go at it this year Uh, how much of that is a legacy of last year
0: and how was last year I think it's a great point you make I think it was huge that Roma won the conference league Uh, and not that it should be underestimated if a major European team doesn't didn't win it with the first iteration of it but no doubt about it I think it made uh, a lot of people think okay, this is a serious competition the way they went about it and it was desperately disappointing what happened in the Europa League because it, uh, it was wide open I think it was one of those moments that f- for West Ham was wide open it felt that it may be and it might prove to be the best shot at, uh, at a European trophy for, for years and years because of the way that it went down in that respect um uh having the conference league is an opportunity, not redemptions overstaying it, but you know, having another crack straight away at a European trophy is will go a long way to ease how it went down last season. So and it's great to see them attacking it, as you say, strong lineups, respecting the competition from the get go. Big teams in there and we're amongst the favourites, which is great. The way the group's gone, you know, I think we're every every chance of at, at going deep again. I mean, actually, part of that, though, is, it, it is a kind of story of like how
2: strong the Premier League is nowadays because like, West Ham have really built something under David Moyes over the last couple of years. But that has sort of enabled a situation where you've been able to get Scamacca, who PSG were interested. You've been able to get Lucas Paquitar, who Manchester City, we keeping an, an eye on. And those players are kind of uh, being bedded in, I guess. But I, I guess that's the thing. If, if West Ham are playing in this competition like the, the squad is incredible for this competition isn't it it, it, it recalls a bit that that line um, from the takeover by Jay-Z where he talks about killing ants with a sledgehammer
1: <laughs>
0: amazing uh, it's exactly that the um uh as david Moyes would say i'm not a businessman i'm a businessman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he really was. He would say that, that- I,
0: I, I i reckon jay-z pinch that off him i think he did yeah. that's his pregame team talk against tonight <laughs> i um should, you be to hold this? should i hold this should i be holding this yeah, uh, I okay i wasn't sure if i should or not. it's Is weird it's you the listeners behind the curtain there it's weird you ask me the questions isn't, <laughs> so it? isn't it how many years have i been asking you it's much much uh, much much harder um you so, feel more comfortable now holding that. <laughs> I do, actually. That's why I grabbed it. I made it grab for it. The, uh, what was the question? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, strength and depth. I mean, again, uh, I guess uh, a consequence of the move, and this was not always apparent early on, and I think not so much the amount that was spent on the squad, maybe some of the recruitment, the things that didn't quite play out as we'd hoped, and the whole Pellegrini era as well. I think yeah. when he came in, everybody thought, this is the biggest thing that's happened to us for a long time and it didn't, didn't quite play out. But no doubt the investment in the club and a lot of fans are frustrated about what happened last season that with that opportunity for Champions League, we should have invested. But, you know, that January window, is, as we all know, is a crapshoot. <laughs> and I'm not sure it was the smart play to, to strengthen. Obviously, we should have maybe looked at strengthening up front in particular before the start of the season. Yeah. But... but they've doubled down this year and you've got to give them credit for that and as a result the strength and depth you look at you know a player like Ben Rama who is understandably frustrated about not having more opportunities Lanzini's one of my I think all time favourite hammers and and he's a consummate pro and when he's starting or when he's asked to come on he always does uh, does you know is very consistent always does a good job but he's a you know he's a player that is on rotation we've got so much talent that we are You know, sitting players like this on the bench and and getting to bring them on with with twenty minutes to go, or starting them in a game like this because we've got United on Sunday, and that was a luxury we never used to have. Um, Putting it into the the, back to your question, as a result, I think it must has to be amongst the strongest squads in the competition. I mean, definitely top three, Uh, and as yeah, it's not a fair fight, as you say. So,
2: if I'd have told you four years ago that David Moyes is going to come home and make it all
0: right, what would you have said? you know what I think about this because I've always been pro boys. And when he, when he came back, when, the first time I think he was, te- he was handled terribly and it was some, something I remember talking to you distinctly about because every time, as all your listeners will know, and in fact, Scamacca is a good example. So the moment we signed Skamaka Brass, tell me, tell me more, what? tell me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Within, like, minutes, it was... Well, the, yeah, I think your description was, he's amazing, he's going to score 15 to 20 goals and get three red cards.
1: That was, <laughs> yeah,
0: that was pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> Spot on. Um, so, I remember talking to you about Arnautovic and uh, Jal Mario and how Moyes had played Arnautovic more and more centrally and how he played Jal Mario a bit just behind him and just yeah. tactically. We were t- I remember talking to you about it and, and saying... I didn't expect this from Moyes because you don't yeah. expect if you don't if you're not educated enough about it, you just think because of the the teams at Everton and, and if you're not watching them week in week out, the superficial perspective is he's a very strong, tough, gritty Premier League manager, maybe a bit. Also. We
2: still think of him as Everton Moyes, don't we? To an extent,
0: yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. And and that success he had there and how what it was founded on punching above his way their way in a with a team that was built like it was you didn't necessarily i didn't expect to see and i don't think many fans expect to see the flair that we see with this side but i but early on because i stumbled across it basically and then started to join the dots i realized oh he, he does have this side to him so i was and it's easy to say this with, with 2020 hindsight i was a huge a huge advocate of him coming back i was thrilled he got the gig and i mean i think you know uniformly he's loved by the fans now
2: Well, I'm I'm very much looking forward to getting in there and sampling that URL atmosphere. Prediction?
0: I'm going to go 3-0 to us. 3-0. Fred, prediction? I don't know. 2-0. To us?
2: (laughs) Yeah. He's not a secret Silk (laughs) ball fan. It's cool.
0: I remember coming
2: here for the uh, Athletics. I don't remember it being this nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. West Ham game yeah first
2: West Ham game here Yeah. so Upton Park when I was a kid um, my dad used to take me to see Wimbledon away there obviously yeah. but he secretly loved West Ham yeah. because basically he would take us to all these old like Cockney villain pubs on the way <laughs> that he obviously knew but pretended he didn't and goes oh, let's go in here for a drink shall we like while well, me and my terrified friends uh, like 11 or 12 would like sit in the corner my dad was like Hustling around the
1: piano—it's
2: <laughs> yeah, great. It's
0: great for him, obviously. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely. I mean, uh, that's one thing. I mean, the amount of different decent boozers back up to Park that aren't—that's definitely missing. Yeah. from this experience. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, how we
0: doing? Oh yeah, good. Thank Hiya.
2: you. you. Yeah, Lanzini's starting. Well, yeah. you're you're a happy man then. We're Very gonna have a, we're gonna have a good uh, look at uh, Aguirre
0: as well. Really excited about him because again, when we signed him. I put the, the brass signal out <laughs> and you I mean you reckon he is a top top draw player
2: yeah I, I reckon he could be one of the better defenders in the Premier League yeah. no doubt about it but obviously he's been like held up by injury and whatnot so far that, that feels like West Ham taking a step up signing him because he was yeah. so sort of good for
0: Ren last season
2: just don't ask me about the silver ball team because it's one oh, well, of the rare teams <laughs> I know I
0: nothing about. about European football. <laughs> I thought had, I thought Joel Felix was playing with in a minute but it's <laughs> Joel Felix <laughs> it's like Joao <like, laughs> <like, like, laughs> sort of,
2: Felix that you bite the market
0: <laughs> Oh, we say that now he's 100%, 100% he's scoring yeah I've, I've yeah,
2: jinxed, jinxed it I've
1: jinxed it good good
2: one. Good good. Antonio, oh, oh
1: save!
0: Sufao so and Emerson very suited to that wing pack. i of- have oh, watched and the Soufyan always having to touch that side. Like it, I mean, absolutely rare. It's been, sometimes the space he's in is <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh no yeah. nonsense. No nonsense defensively, but he just loves getting forward. I, I
2: do like a player who runs like a dog in the park.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is, a, that is a perfect summary of it. it's, it's
2: funny, uh, one, one thing I do particularly like about it is all of the conference league branding. It's a lot more low-key than normal UEFA stuff, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's <laughs> like it's, This is like the cool European competition it's now <laughs>
0: It is the hipster. We have now annoyed it. If yeah. we, I say so, then it is. <laughs>
2: Well again it's what we're saying about the beauty of the trophy. It's on the front of the programme tonight, isn't it? Like the it's just the trophy. And it looks it looks sweet. It would be you know the, uh, yeah. if you're in any doubt whether it's worth winning, it looks it's nice yeah, enough to win. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. But you know, the um there's no doubt that particularly how they, the the group stages have gone, and again with 14 minutes and change gone. It could be absolutely <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> on the basis that we, you know, we did a point to, to win the group tonight and qualify as, as group winners. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the buzz is palpable. I don't think there are many fans that that we absolutely had fun at Spurs playing in the conference league last season. It's a different thing because they have, have obviously been playing at a certain level for a number of years and yeah. um, uh, and have ambition also, no one really knew much about the trophy, as, as we were saying earlier. Rona winning it so, automatically makes it a heavyweight trophy. So. Yeah.
2: Exactly. It's, 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 like, it's like making memories at, at a stadium. You know, there have to yeah. be exciting matches in a competition for it to mean something.
0: Right, exactly. And, not... and you know, again, as we, we touched on earlier, how important that is that in the foundational years here. Because we're still mm. the first decade of being here. How important yeah. is that? Um, so I think, you know always going to be important for modern era West Ham playing in Europe but maybe more so uh, than, than I first realised actually for, you know, for that very reason alone the, the memories and the, uh, the experiences that it creates In terms of on the pitch it's what makes
2: players like pacatar and Skamaka come
0: isn't
1: it?
2: If, if, you can, if you can gradually establish West Ham as a team that consistently plays in Europe then players want to come, it makes a massive difference. Absolutely,
0: and, and ex- consistently. Or consistency is, is the key thing, right? Um, I mean, obviously, winning, uh, That's a long way to go to win the win this tournament, or well, winning this tournament, uh, Reboots is back in the Europa League next season. Mm. Given the start to the season we've had domestically, that is more of a challenge uh, than perhaps we thought, but still, long way to go, game on there as well. Yeah, consistent European football, whether it's Conference, Europa, or you know, who knows, one day champions, yeah, for sure, it opens up a whole different level. Yeah. I mean, do you think Skamaka for example, Agua, Cara would have come here if we weren't playing any European football? They, they, they might have done, if, if
2: they're like sort of sold on the ambition of the project. But it, it definitely helps. I don't think there's any doubt about that at all. And like you said, like you look at the, the team sheet, we you know West Ham have got strength in depth. But they're taking it seriously yeah. you just look at the team shoot they really are aren't they
0: yeah I mean you know looking at, and, and also that is testament to the the strength and depth and the competition that inevitably in so if you take someone like Antonio who I'm a huge fan of and I think gets a bizarrely mixed r- your rap here in the there there's definitely a stronghold of fans that love him realise how important a player he is but there's plenty and you know I like, hear it week in week out coming to games here that are on his case really it's unbelievable. That, that, that surprises me it's unbelievable yeah, you know beca- and, and, and because it's superficial how many goals he's scored he's not scoring goals and he does mm. so much for the team yeah 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 100%. independently of that and yet but obviously with Scamacca signing and then Scamacca getting seemingly ahead of Moyes or ahead of Antonio at the moment in, in Moyes' thinking in terms of the pecking order that, of course, is going to inspire Antonio. Also, keeps him fresh he's, as well. Man needs a rest. <laughs> <laughs> he was like
2: half dead by the end
0: of last season. <laughs> the way yeah. he plays. He absolutely, absolutely gives it everything. And um, There are no
2: sub-10k games with him, are
0: there? Um, None at all. And he's so, and that's across the board. You know, Lanzini, Ben Ramos was saying earlier. Four Nows, who is a, technically a brilliant player. Yeah. Uh, and I think, again, underrated. And, you know, where he was... <laughs> almost never present last season now it's not as straightforward so that energy when they are given their starts and in, in today Antonio starting uh you know for now's Ben Rammer again these are players that are right up for it uh you know to, to grab the opportunity to try and keep keep the starting spot we never used to have that
2: I've just got a note here the the, the Silkwood fans are singing songs in English uh led by uh, you only sing when you win winning." I do, I do love that, an away team um, singing a, a second language song to bait the hosts. <laughs> it's like, like when, um, when, 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 when Bayern went to uh, the old Highbury yeah. and sang to Arsenal, you've never won the European Cup in English. <laughs> wow. Fantastic. Really close from Lanzini. Woo. Oh, he gets a pen. Michel Antonio gets a pen. He was running out of road there towards uh, the byline, and uh, he just went down. And the rest given a penalty. The keeper, Larson, is pretty annoyed. I think because he thinks it's not a pen, rather than the fact that he's completely murked by Antonio there.
0: (laughs) Creative? Yeah. Yeah. I I think it
1: was fine.
2: Here we go. this is the bit where they expel the bubbles as well fantastic About one second of stoppage time there.
1: Here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host oh good save
2: Ariola doing a the biz there first proper savings had to make really
0: We're definitely very team Fab's. Uh, pro Fabianski, I think he's um, a, a very underrated player actually. And having watched him so often and uh, so frequently over the last four or five years, he is such a good all-round keeper. But he's coming to the end of the uh, end of the row, and Arias—it's yeah. is just a, a brilliant succession plan. Oh, his yeah. oh. his. Oh. And lively in the second half so. well,
2: The thing is, the the minute you said what good player Ariola is, I was expecting him to
0: chuck one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that how it works. The second, it? right? Yeah, that's how <laughs> yeah.
1: it works.
0: Yeah. I mean, the the save he made last season in uh, in Europe, which is just, uh, I mean, I'm one of the best saves I think I've ever seen that keeper make, and um, and he's got he's got a good, such an all round athlete. Uh, I, I feel and I think the plan is for him I'm assuming is perhaps is probably last season is the de facto starter yeah. and the succession plan is there and it goes to your point earlier about this is the kind of structural planning that we're not used to yeah. <laughs>
2: Like ben Rama might be going as well so yeah. I, th- I think we are getting a bit of Scamacca plus Antonio. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Love Love that. Love
0: that. yeah. Rama. please welcome number seven <laughs> <laughs>
1: substitution from the Super Bowl leading with number 11 Nicholas Lanias he's replacing number 23 Tony
2: Adamson so oh. really Ariola off his line nicely there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, You're
0: big. saying David Moyes' Claret and Blue Army? Yeah, it? so that was, that was the, I guess, the ultimate badge of honour, the, the, the sign that the fans were behind it. Because for a long time, uh, it was, we are West Ham's Claret and Blue you Army. Know, oh, really? Yeah, and oh, a lot, no, that's interesting. Not just with Moyes, but before him as well. I mean, it's. I mean, back in the day, I mean, it, 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 the oldest one I can remember is Johnny Lyles, Clarence Blum, you know, great 85, yeah. 86. And then... Red see, ne- this is when I know we're from the same generation. <laughs> Red never had it for a while. I think Pardee did for a bit with the Cup run, the FA Cup run, but... I'm but, still, I'm still
2: it, thinking of Ray Stewart taking penalties at the moment. One
0: oh, <laughs> of the best penalties. Ray Stewart versus Julian Dix, the penalties would be, yes. would be something I'd like to see. Um, and yeah, and... Dropping it with, dropping it with um, Mo- Moyes, I remember it, coming back for the first time in years. And that was, okay, yeah, you've, you've definitely won the fans over.
2: Yeah. Was- and, and now I'm thinking of that meme of David Moyes, you know, when he's doing, he's getting the simultaneous translation at the well Sociedad press conference and he's got the old Walkman headphones on and someone's dab, bad boy for life on it. I love that.